Hola, hola. It's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hola. Do you know how excited I am? We have a special guest today, Ms. Taryn Brumfit from The Embrace Documentary. If you have not watched this, what are you doing? You must go and check out the body image movement. She has one of the most successful documentaries in Australia. Not only that, but it has been seen all over the globe. This woman is making a global impact with all things body image. I love her message. I love her vision. I got to go to the screening here in Melbourne, and I literally sat in that theater and sobbed my eye balls out because the impact and the importance of this documentary and how it's changing the world, making waves. And she is now creating Embrace Kids, which is a documentary for kids to learn about body image and loving your bodies. And can you imagine what this is going to do for the world? I am beyond blessed that I got to speak with this lady. Her message, her vision has been seen by over a hundred million people around the globe. She is a boss mama. She's a mother of three from Adelaide. Not only that, though, she created this film never knowing about how to create a film she was a photographer so she got lots of fwot in the house she's standing and owning her message and not letting anything stop her her grit her ability to be fierce her ability to be seen and show up and be the poster child of loving your body as it is she posted a viral photo on facebook of her previously did a fitness competition and her body was thin and fit and her Her after photo was her naked with her mom body. She had rolls. She was just embracing everything that was her real body. And this shit went viral, of course. And she started this body image movement movement. And it is literally taking over the world. I am beyond excited to have her on the podcast. I know that this podcast is going to move you. And what I want you to do from this is let me know what you think about it. I want you to tag me on Instagram. I want you to tag Taryn at the body image movement. Share with us what you got out of this please go watch the documentary and if you get a chance head over to the body image movement website follow them sign up to their um, email list she's also doing crowdfunding for the new documentary for kids get behind it sisters this is such an important message and i cannot wait for you to hear this podcast miss taryn brumfit oh my goodness I am so excited. My cheeks already hurt from talking to you before we started recording. Welcome to the podcast, girlfriend. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. Okay, so my goodness, woman, you are just the definition of fierce. And I am so obsessed with your mission and what you're doing. I had the pleasure of coming to the Embrace opening in uh, Melbourne that you did. And I just lost my shit. I was literally in the fetal position, crying, sobbing in the movie theater for the work that you're doing. Um, At the time, I was a stylist and I was seeing all of this stuff with women and their body shapes. And it just, it punched me in the guts in such a good way. And I need you to know that you were one of the major reasons, your film was one of the major reasons why I started to step back into confidence coaching for women. 
So um, before we get into all your juiciness, can you just tell us, this is a confidence uh, podcast and we're talking all things confidence. What does the word confidence mean to you when you think of that? What does that mean to you? Um, I think it means uh, just going about what I want to do without worrying about what other people think of me. I think also confidence is about not overthinking. I am naturally wired to overthink and I'm actually wired to please people as well. So um, it's an interesting combination being a confident person <laughs> as mm. well and having those, those uh, I guess, values from, from growing up. Confidence is also something that you have to work on. You don't just wake yes. up and get it. You mm-hmm. have to work on it all the time. And also uh, I think sharing stories with one another is, is really powerful and that's why I love doing podcasts like this um, because yeah. we can learn so much from one another. Uh, I think your story is so, so powerful and so brave, like what you did. And I remember the first thing that I thought, I was like, I need to ask this woman, where did this come from? Like this, this thought that, you know what, I want to do something about this. I'm going to get my booty on Kickstarter. I'm going to raise some money and congratulations because it was the most successful in Australia. Yeah. For a documentary. Yeah, it was, um, <sighs> yeah, it was that campaign was something else really. Wow. I mean, I set out to raise $200,000 in a 60-day campaign and we hit that on day 12. Oh, my gosh. And went on to raise 331000 Yeah. There's a few reasons why it was really successful, but it was, I think, what sat behind that campaign mm. was if you remember there was this before and after photograph, my non yeah before and after that went really viral. Viral. <laughs> well, back in 2013, I think it was, it was kind of the beginning of this yes. things going viral. Things go viral all the time now. Um, but back then, we actually weren't talking about body image a lot. Mm. And so that image going, you know, 100 million people saw it in the first few months. It was crazy. Wow. But what people didn't see was the 7,000 emails and mm. messages that yes. women, all, and some men, but mostly women around the world, sharing their hearts breaking stories about their bodies. Mm. So really I, the drive to really push myself outside of my comfort zone came from the love that I have for people mm. and the miserable stories. You know, again, I was raised to believe that if, someone needs help and you're in a position to help them, you help them. So it was an enormous responsibility, those, those thousands and thousands of people reaching out. How did you feel like when you said, I'm going to do this? Like what was that in you, that moment, or was it a series of moments that you were like, I need to do a documentary, I need to make this change, I need to talk to people all over the world? Like what was that and where were you at? Look, I think it was in the beginning where I wrote a book and I thought, okay, well, actually, sorry, one step back. I started emailing everybody. I tried to get back to everybody. I'm, and my husband gets saying to me, like, come to bed. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm with three young kids, maybe three, five and six or something. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I wanted to get back to everyone, but it soon became, I just realized it was too impossible. So I wrote the book, Ricky Lake, the talk, talk show host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wrote the foreword and that was really successful, but it just wasn't enough. This is such a global epidemic of body body shaming. It needed a a really big uh, solution. And I very, very nonchalantly sort of went, oh, just make a film. Like I'm a photographer. (laughs) So partly that inexperience, I guess, uh, propelled me just to do it. Yeah. Um, But also mainly the people. Can you think of any 
story or any one till this day now thing that impacted you the most, like story, woman, person that you're like, I mean, there's a million of them, but the one that just like, oh. There's one in particular that I I talk about it often um, every time I'm with an audience. She was a woman who was in her 20s and she wrote to me and said that as a child she suffers from sexual abuse and that she had never told a single soul, not one person knew, and she was sharing her story with me. I just remember crying and just it felt so heavy and I felt so helpless and I felt so honoured. You know, that was Mm. a, a mix of feelings there. And um, she said to me, I live in a larger body and I have two children. I'm a single mum. And every day what people don't see is that I am just trying to keep my head above water. Mm. I know that physically I'm not, I'm not healthy. Yeah. But mentally is all I can do. She was so heartbroken. And she said, when I walk down the street, people judge me like I'm a fat, lazy pig. And they just don't know my story. They just don't know. Oh. It was awful. And there were so many stories very similar to this. Mm. And we weren't born into the world hating our body. This is Mm. a little behaviour. Yeah. We really need to connect with one another. And that's what Embrace did. I really believe that it just connected women around the world in such a profound and beautiful way. And that was because of the women in Embrace. Yeah. So open to share they're behind the scenes and mm. they're sad stories and it connected with us. Yeah. And stories are so, so powerful. Like I remember the woman that you went to visit who was really thin and she had that eating disorder and she was just, just through her eyes, I could see that she was just like, please, those of you out there watch. It was so personal. It felt like it wasn't a film. We were in a theater, but it felt like she was just looking at us, like individually saying, like, see my pain. And and we were talking earlier about like stories and I share my story, you share your story and how we really... They don't, the stories like don't even belong to us. They're like given to us, I feel, to give to others because anything bad, air quotes, that happens is like, how can you transform that and share that with another human? Because that's going to give them hope and an experience. And that woman, she just stuck with me still to this day. I can't watch it without crying. And my husband who owns a gym and he has like a holistic fitness gym, we bought like 20 copies of the DVDs and gave them to all of our clients at the gym for Christmas. And they were like, like, what? This is our gym present? We're like, yeah. Like, And it was so amazing to watch the people in the gym totally shift the perspective, even how they were training and what they were. I mean, it's it's life-changing. And I'm so excited you're doing this for kids now because I got two boys and I know you have two boys and a girl. I want to acknowledge you and thank you. Honestly, like, thank you for saying yes. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for showing up for this mission and being the person called to do this. We need this so bad. And I just want to acknowledge you for all of this work. I really do feel very honored to to do the yeah. work that I do. You know, it doesn't feel like work. It yeah. feels love you know everything mm. um is is built on that foundation of love and helping others and yeah. uh, seven years ago when we started it was all negative that's all wow. we received was really bad stuff and there's a shift happening and um yeah there's no greater feeling than the feeling of of someone who hated their body once and then learned to embrace it and now i just you know, it's like unleash the beast. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Makes me so happy when I see people like, F this, I am doing this yes. and I'm wearing a bikini or I'm, I'm going to push myself out of my comfort zone and learn how to, I don't know, downhill mountain ski or whatever it yeah. is. This is life. And yeah. 
it's a blink of an eye it is mm. our time on the planet and as i said earlier we weren't meant to be spending our life at war with our body it's not of our course purpose. not no we're way life too yeah and i love too that when you said in the film you left your kids for it was it nine weeks yeah yeah roughly i went out and to the u.s and i came back and then i went to the uk and it was so much travel it was pretty yeah. hard your body but we got there in the end yeah but what i love as well like um and y'all know if you listen to the podcast we talk about fwot which stands for fuck what others think or if you don't like to swear forget what others think and it's really you have this thing of like i'm gonna do this and as a mother myself, I'm like, the best example you can be to your kids is not telling them to be confident or telling them to love their bodies. It's like, we need to show them. We need to model what this looks like. It's our responsibility. You had little humans. You got to be the model. So I love that you were like, I love you. Mwah, 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 mwah. Peace out. I'm going to go change the freaking world. I don't know what I'm doing really, but I'm working this shit out. Your amazing spirit and your drive and your vision because you're being of service. It's not about you. It's about the message and everything. Can you just talk to those of us out there? There's a lot of women that listen to the podcast that are mothers and have a business and are so scared. You know, this question of, do I be a good mom or do I be a successful business owner or have a good career? And I'm like, why are we asking this question? Why can't we be both? So can you speak to that, like how that was for you? Yeah, I mean, look, I think we have this predisposition as women to want to fill up everyone else's cup before our own mm. and put everyone else's needs before our own. And we do guilt far too mm -hmm. well. We are the masters of guilt and mother guilt. I think for any kind of change to happen, we just need to... I guess, acknowledge that and that it doesn't actually serve us to yeah. feel bad about what we're doing. We've got to own our choices and say, mm. this is what I've decided to do. And that's what I had to do with the film and go, I'm out in the world and I'm going to go make it. It's going to be okay. The kids will be okay. It means sometimes I'm in and out of a country like Germany, in and out in six days. I do what I do and then I come back and I mean, it definitely makes for a bit of a chaotic life. But I guess the other thing is um, how, how can you outsource? What don't you need to do or what yeah. can you pull back on? I mean, mm. I always think it's about not adding to someone's to-do list but yes. taking something away. Because yeah, I get that question a lot, like, how do you do it all and how do you have so much energy? And mm. I, truthfully, the answer is I really put myself first mm. and I look after myself awesome. and self-care is off the charts. Yes. And it came a little bit unstuck for me when I was making the film because uh, I'm very, uh, again, wide, I guess. I'm very optimistic and quite driven. And I remember I was in New York and I'd just been to six countries in about, I think it was eight days or something crazy wow. filming. And it was the first time in New York where I, I experienced anxiety. I rang my sister. Oh. I'm like, I feel like the walls in the hotel room are coming in at me. I can't get my breath. I just couldn't catch my breath. It mm, was shoot. awful. I pushed myself too hard. Yeah. So it was a bit of a wake-up call. Sometimes I feel grateful to have such a small wake-up call. Mm. Some people have to wait for a heart attack or some people mm -hmm. have to wait for a breakdown for their wake-up call. What did you do in that moment? Like what did you feel like could get you out? Uh, I needed to get grounded. I hadn't stopped and I'd been on planes, trains, taxis, hotels, elevators. Yeah, like adrenal fatigue. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I actually needed to, um, and this wasn't my sister's advice because I'm quite woo-woo. My sister's not. She's I love woo-woo. We are so woo-woo up in here. Yes, girl. <laughs> she told me all these things. She, she calmed me down in that moment. 
However, I, I instinctively knew what I needed and it was to take my shoes off and nice. get to Central Park. Yes, girl. And just ground myself. Get on Mama Earth. Breathe. Yes. Yeah, that, that was the answer. And so then I travel a lot still, but now I, I do it in a way where I go, well, how can I carve out time to find that peace that I need? You know, even anyone who's listening, the power of breath, even now, like I'm talking a lot and this could be my day today. My day could run like this. I, I, it's school holidays in Australia yeah. and I'm working half in the office and half at home. So my days are very manic. But if I just stop and even just mm. do that, I can do that yeah. every hour on the hour and make myself feel so much better. I talked about a lot of different subjects and topics there, but for everyone listening, you need to put yourself first. Yes. Did y'all hear that? You need to put yourself first. We are pouring from empty cups. And it is not this selfish thing, especially mothers out there. Please. These little people are looking to us and we have got to be the change. You got to be Gandhi. You got to be the change you want to see. We are the queens and kings. You know, yes. for the, the mums out there who are listening, you are so right when you say, don't even tell them anything. Just show them mm. the power of your kids seeing you move your body for pleasure and not punishment yes. and eating food for nourishment, not for restriction, just enjoying these bodies and having fun. That's what they want from us. And I really got to in the film, the gratitude that comes from when you are focusing inward on what you do have and the fact that you have legs and that you can move your arms and these little easy little things that we lose focus of because we're thinking we're not thin enough or our legs aren't whatever enough. And it's like, hey, you got legs. Hey, by the way, you're breathing. And like 155,000 people did not wake up today. And you're alive. Like, you're winning. We do take it for granted. For most people that are listening to this, you know, you would have had a roof over your head last night. You mm. can on your plate. You can hopefully walk down the street and feel relatively safe. We are so ahead of the game in terms of the human race. We need to respect that. And we need to not take it all for granted. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So how, 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 how are we going to teach our kids this? Because I know that you've got a new documentary coming out, Embrace Kids. How is that coming along? Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, so we're, um, we're currently financing the film. So uh, we'll start next year. We've raised 170000 towards wow. $500,000 target. This film is going to be very unique because we have a combination of creatives and health professionals we're using mm. from uh, Melbourne University and, and Victoria uh, sorry and Flinders University to help guide some of the content because we want it to be creatively fun and interesting for kids to watch but yeah. we also want to make sure that the message gets through uh, yeah. and finish watching it and be like okay I know what to do so this is a wow hugely um, important project and the reason it came about was so many people across the world who saw Embrace kept saying to me if only I saw this film when I was a child. Embrace the documentary has been seen in hundreds of schools around Oz and the world and it's had a profound impact it's been incredible however there are still some kids who are 14 and 15 who have hated their bodies for six seven eight years so aimed at eight to 12 year olds. Wow. Amazing. Help them build a foundation of values based on who they are and what they do. And more importantly, how they feel. This is going to be game changing. Like this is humongous. 
I'm thinking about your beautiful daughter and how old was she when you first filmed Embrace? It was released in 2016 and we started filming in 2014. How many years ago was that? She's two, 14. Five. I'm a girl, I'm an ex-hairdresser. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five years ago? Was that five years ago? <laughs> we can count. <laughs> she was little. She's little. Wow. How have you seen this impact your daughter versus the boys, because obviously where children are worrying about different things now growing up, you know, I see my boys want to be strong and superheroes and Batman and all this stuff. And girls were worried about we still have this conditioning that we I feel like that we had when I was growing up about cooking and cleaning and dolls. And I mean, it's getting way better with our cool looking Barbies. But how do you feel like it's been for your children seeing this and being a part of such an important, impactful message? Well, my kids actually haven't seen Embrace yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're outraged by it, uh, especially <laughs> Michaela being a third child. I'm a third child too. She's a third child. Oh, and wow. I'm, like, everybody else can see it and I'm in it and I want to see it. Um, oh. uh, the reason I haven't shown her uh, or any of them because they just, they live, in particular her, she lives in yeah. a yeah. Uh, she just doesn't even know this is on the radar. Amazing. And she doesn't need to see it yet. No, no amazing. There will come a time probably, you know, maybe when she's in her teens that she might need some help and it'll be there for her. I mean, I have uh, fortunately three very body positive kids because they, wow. they've grown up in a house. We have zero tolerance for body shaming. Awesome. Uh, we don't talk about diets and we do show them through movement, you know, through moving our bodies, how joyful and fun it can be. And also... We get the media literate. We, we talk to them about the ads that they see. Yeah. And I actually use a friend of mine, Celeste Barber. If you don't follow her. She's hilarious. Please follow her. She's amazing. I use some of her work to yeah. educate my kids around Great. out there. And they have such a laugh because yeah. she's funny. <laughs> but, you know, ne- next time they walk down the street and they see one of those sort of, you know, sexualized ads, um, instead of it impacting them in the way that the ads want them to impact they look at it and they go, oh, my God, I hope Celeste does one like that. Oh, that's the best. So mothers out there, parents out there, here's what we can do. You're the example. And it sounds like you have set up almost values in your home about, you know, you've explained it to them. You've talked about it. You've set up the rules of your home and how they can take on the media because the media is unfortunately there. And these messages are in shopping centers and, I mean, bus stops, you know, from zero to seven. Our kids are just sponges and meaning-making machines. So it's super important. I know my two boys, I cannot wait for them to get older so I can start teaching them about how your thoughts create your feelings and all of that fun stuff because it's huge. What do you feel like needs to change in society, culture, or us for this to change, for this impact on our bodies and, and this this message that you're out there to put? I think it's easy sometimes to blame external influences like the media. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, they absolutely play a huge role in this global epidemic uh, of body hating. However, we, we can't always control the media. We can lobby against, we can sign petitions. Um, at the Body Image Movement, we do a bunch of work like that. But I think where the power is lies with us yeah. as individuals Um, What will I take on? What will I not take on? What will I challenge? Um, What are my values? How can I grow as a person? What more can I learn? How can I educate myself? What book can I read? Mm. What can I do? 
Mm. Start with you. This is your home, your body, your home. And again, this is the third time I've said it, but it's such an important point that we weren't born hating Mm. our bodies. Mm. It's all been external. It's impacted us. It's been embedded into our brains. But um, I have a friend who's a neuroscience coach and we talk about this often. Actually, I get her to talk about it lots and I listen because I get so excited. (laughs) Um, That our brains are plastic until the day we die. So Mm. this whole a leopard can't change its spots is yeah. It's not neurologically a sound. Exactly. Yes, yes. um, I think having the awareness having the desire to change and then having a bit of a roadmap of how you're going to go about it. And mm. a big part of that is who's in your tribe, who's around you, mm. what resources have you got? Yes. Because we don't have all the answers. Mm. Um, and I guess that's why I feel like with the work that I've done and it's been incredibly successful, it's because it's not just me. It's so many people like yourself, yeah. you know, and, yeah. And hundreds of people that have connected really good human beings mm. spread the message of love and positivity coming yes. and utilizing each other's skills. Yes. And the tribe thing is so important, like who you're hanging around with, what you're thinking about, what people are saying to you, because it's hard enough for us to, to change ourselves. And never mind, we're trying to change and shift and think better thoughts about ourselves and be really on this journey of inner self-love. And then you have your mom calling you or your whoever telling you that that doesn't look good or that, you know, for you, did you have, who did you have on your team and how did you kind of cut through the negative stuff that was maybe thrown your way? Cause I know you got a lot of hate from the critics and people that didn't understand the message, but it didn't stop you. So like for you, when that inner, you know, critic in your head says stuff to you, like what helps you to go, "Mm -mm, I'm not listening to that. Yeah, I think, um, look, in the early days, I, I did definitely, I struggled with a lot of the trolling comments yeah. um, because there were so many of them. And again, um, you know, that people pleaser, I want people to like me and I just wanted everyone to understand the message. So I didn't do a great job of it at the beginning. I mean, I had my family and my friends as support and I was bullied in school. So mm. to the point where I left school, wow. I or because of it. Yeah. So there was a commitment that I'd made to myself a long time ago is to stand up for myself if mm. you know, that was to ever happen again. So with all these trolls, I did try to stand up for myself. But then I just realised, and this is, I guess, part of my spiritual journey, yeah. um, that I am just going to be the love. Yes, <laughs> girl. running down, you know, your rabbit's hole of yep. next- and, mm. and yuckiness, it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. So I guess I sort of pivoted and sort of turned and just sort of went the other way and went, here's my path. I'm yeah. sticking to it and everyone else can say and do what they want. And you say about your, is it F what? So it's F-W-O-T, like for what? Yeah. F-W-O-T. I have my, my in my head, I don't even know it's a term that I've just always <laughs> and I just say it in my head now. It's like, oh, I'll just go fuck a tree. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous i love that i love I it giggle with myself it's yes like, wow 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 saying something negative yeah go fuck a tree please i'm gonna send you an fwot t-shirt as well <laughs> but we have to because it's just this if we listen to it and if we i mean gosh we spend all our time worrying about pleasing everyone and i love that you i'm obsessed with brain stuff as well like i i love all that stuff about our brains and 
you know, like we're programmed to people, please. We need to stay with the tribe and our tribe is 8 billion people now. Like all those people are not going to love you. So we have this thing that's like built into us. And I think it's great that you up level and you read books and you get around good people and you do programs. And, you know, in a minute, you're going to tell us about something that you've created that is so life changing. And uh, these are the things that those of you listening that are like, but how, but how did she do it? All the questions I got, by the way, were, but what was the moment? Did she have a light bulb moment? How did she actually change? And, you know, I think it's all of the things you've done, a combination of you continuously showing up and, you know, cleaning your mind up and, and choosing who you want to be around. And, you know, like, tell us in your own self, like, when you think about the thoughts that came to you about your body initially in the beginning, or the doubt you know, was there a tool that you used or was there something that you did besides saying go fuck a tree and FWOT um, that helped you to like really manage your mind? Yeah. I mean, look, go fuck a tree was to external people. I would never, I would never have said that to myself, but everyone understands that mental, it's like a ping pong match, like yes. a table tennis match of awful thought and positive thought and back and forth. And mm. um, I call it the dark passenger inside your head. You oh, know? I like that. For me, I think it was it was a process. And, and what I want everyone to know is that you do not wake up one day, even after seeing a film or reading a book or whatever it is that you do, you don't wake mm. up and go, I embrace. And yeah. here I am. And I might Ta-da. go, <laughs> just put the t-shirt on and that's it. No. <laughs> but what happens is it's like building a muscle, the mental muscle. I always encourage people to choose one thing to do to embrace. And once you've mastered that, then just choose something else. It's so simple. Yeah. So it might be uh, weighing myself every morning. And worrying about, oh, am I good? Am I bad? What will I eat today? Should I feel guilty? Um, If weighing yourself is not serving you, Mm. then remove the scales. It's a big one. So people do that and that feels good. Mm. And then they go, oh, the magazines that I buy and and the people I follow on social media. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Good. So I'm going to start unfollowing. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, there's a couple of things that you're doing. And then it might be, hey, I I really want to not hate my body. I actually want to get to a place of, you know, feeling mutual about it or loving it. I might write some positive affirmations and stick them around the house just for fun. And once you've done that, you choose something else. Mm. So it happens over period of time but I think it comes at right at the beginning what's most important is that you choose to embrace yes I am done with hating my body Mm. I am done with the change rooms being a battleground going to the beach and feeling embarrassed sitting on the sidelines at the pool because I don't want people to see me my bathers turning the lights off while I'm having sex because I'm so embarrassed about my hideous body I'm not doing this anymore yes I think that's where the power is making the choice and taking action. This is it. This is the action thing is like, we want the magical little thing that sprinkled the fairy dust of just love your body. And we talk a lot about, you know, on the podcast about our thoughts and what we're choosing to think. And it's like, we don't go from I hate my body to I love my body. It's like, how that's a hashtag Instagram quote. And as cute as that is, is that really going to be how you feel? And so I love that you said get neutral, like, I have a body or I love my legs. I am learning to love my body. One day I will love my body. I'm learning to learn to love my body, whatever it is, a better thoughts, right? Choosing a better thought. I had a question from one of our amazing listeners, and it's really relevant to what we're talking about now. And 
She said, by Brooke Lindsay said, how can I help friends embrace their bodies when they diet and always talk about getting surgeries done? So you have a, a group of friends or people that are close to you that are there. What, what's some advice that we can give to Miss Brooke? So I reckon with any conversation that you want to have with somebody that is really meaningful and important to you, and it clearly is to Brooke because she loves her friends and she doesn't want to be surrounded by that, looks with her friends. Her friends start talking about the diet or what surgery they want to get. And then Brooke's like, hey, guys, don't talk about that because X, Y, and Z. Anyway, this conversation unfolds. And I'm sure it's a conversation that Brooke and many of you have had with lots of people. It Mm. goes nowhere because you find yourself having the same conversation weeks or months later. But if Brooke says to her friends, hey, friends, I want you to come over on Friday to my house. I want to have a girls' night with you. There's some really important stuff I want to talk about, like Mm. really important. Come in your tracky pants. Just come as you are. I have something really important I want to discuss with you. Her friends are going to say, oh, my gosh, what is it? What is it? And Brooke's going to say, no, no, no. Yeah. (laughs) And they will go away, the friends, and go, holy shit, what is this thing that invited us to? What that has done is before any of her friends walk into Brooke's house on Friday night, it has elevated the space of what's about to happen is Mm. really important. Do you see the difference between the conversation and I'm carving out and creating a space to have an important intentional. Yes. It's so elevated in that moment. The friends get there. Brooke says, okay, I want to watch a film with you guys. And then I want to just have an open discussion afterwards. And Eric, you know, because you've seen the film, what opener it is, how open people's hearts. The best conversations I've ever had or have been witness to are the ones after Embrace. I think yeah. it's, I don't know, there's something very magical about that yes. film. I don't say that because it's my film. It no, just, 100%. Of course. happens. So, Brooke, watch the film with your friends and then have a discussion. And then perhaps in that discussion, maybe throw the challenge out there. Hmm. So can we, do you think, never talk negatively about our bodies or the bodies of others ever hmm. again? And most people go, holy shit, that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. But it works because mm. I've seen it in my own circle of friends. All of a sudden, someone says something months down the track at dinner about going on a holiday and they've got to lose weight. And then someone will go, hey, stop that. That's not yep. the way. The conversation gets shut down. Yes. And next we're talking about something far more interesting. <sighs> Hello, Brooke. That is have a little pajama party. And that's perfect. That's actually perfect because it allows that to do the space for you. And it creates the film will create a magical container where they will be having salty liquid come out of their eyeballs, aka tears. They will be feeling the film. And then you can. Yeah, that's perfect. I love that. That's actually what a few of us did here at the gym for my husband's clients because there were some people that were really full on like trying to come to every class and we're like go watch it come back we're gonna have a chat and it's so powerful because it actually shifts them you don't have to shift them it shifts them already and then there's a a space where you can discuss wow for anyone listening because it's really I mean of course I'm going to be biased about what I consider my fourth baby right as in embrace but we had um, a couple of uh, professors from universities do a global study of over 1500 women um, on the impact of embrace so you think proper you know like a proper study like yeah research research 
Um, and this little report came back and it was so mind-blowing, that, that, that the impact. So I can speak from a director and a filmmaker and go, the impact is this, but we actually have the data. Get on to it. We're going to have all the links for you. Um, this... This film is ridiculous, you guys, and I'm so pumped about the Embrace for Kids because that's going to be a whole nother level. I, I also felt the same when I watched it. I thought, imagine. And I'm glad I watched it before I had my children. I think I was pregnant when I watched it, um, which I was just losing it. I was bawling my eyes out. But, you know, I think it's so important because we get to share this with the kids. And even if you don't have kids, you were once a kid, you know a kid. There are children everywhere that we could share this information with and lead by example. One question for you from Miss Kelly Smith, who loves the podcast, and she wanted to know if you could go back and speak to your teenage self, what would you say to your teenage self? I would embed the, this quote, which is what I live by, and that is, your body is not an ornament. It is mm. the in life to do and dream it drives you around it moves you through life mm. um, it's not your soul's purpose to be at war with your body mm. uh, respect your body love your body find the magic in your body um, and remember you've got such limited time so mm. every last drop out of life did you guys hear that? That is all for you out there, especially if you are in the process of learning and wanting to embrace your body. Please watch this film. Follow this amazing human being. I want to ask you about something awesome and special that you all are creating and doing and launching. Embrace you. Can you tell us about that? Because I know I know some of y'all out there are like, okay, what do I do? How do I do it? What are the steps? Because this podcast is all about taking action. So we have some steps for you. Taryn is going to tell you all about it. So, look, after we made Embrace and millions of people saw it, we were inundated with people going, what you just said, I want to, but how mm. do I do it? Yes. So we took quite a, quite a bit of time, in fact, um, I think it was a couple of years, to kind of work with uh, health professionals and come up with an online course that worked. And that is Embrace You. It's a, mm. a four-week online course, but some people do it in four days. Some people do it in four months. Wow. What was really important for me is that no woman felt overwhelmed by having to do more. And there's four videos from me. There's this beautiful 56-page workbook full of activity. Wow. We have um, experts who come on and uh, we do Q&A videos with them to answer all the questions that I don't know. Yeah. So weight psychologists, meditation teachers, neuroscience coach. Wow. And look, Embrace You, we've taken thousands of women from all across the world through this course and it has a 98% satisfaction rate and a wow, 94% success rate. Like 94%. When I first, oh. the team first told me when they got all the data back, I'm like, are you that sure? That is ridiculously sure amazing. And look, I think it has been so successful for women because it is very practical. Mm. And I guess this is who I am. I think there's so much noise out there. I'm yeah. like, tell me a, a few things that I can do. And we always encourage people to take what you love and leave the rest. You know, there's no one size fits all. Mm. And our mission is to get women to do this course and really just immerse themselves in the space, connect with other people understand that it doesn't have to be this way. Yeah. We've women on the course in their 20s. We've had women on the course in their 60s. It, it's 
for everybody. Mm. And I guess, yeah, I guess it works. It's a bit of a passion project. Um, we've got a round coming up in November. Oh, so, amazing. Next month. Yes, yeah, so it's Next really like so, okay. so if anyone is kind of curious, it's embraceyouonline.com. And I absolutely encourage you to do it. If there's a $69 early bird special, otherwise it's $79. So again, we've oh tried. Oh my gosh, to- that's so doable and amazing. Well, that was really important because we were speaking to so many people around the world. Yeah. We just wanted to make sure that there was as little barriers as possible. Oh, I love you. This is why I love what you're doing. And and obviously, soul sisters, spirit sisters, in the message of wanting to impact and help the masses, help everyone, that it's about inclusion, that it isn't about, you know, anything that's uh, it's only for some people. This is for everybody out there. If you are questioning, what can I do next? How do I do it? How did she do it? Literally, not only did she make this film, but she walked the walk, you guys. I mean, going from loathing and hating your body to doing this competition to putting this viral photo to now, like, do you pinch yourself sometimes to like, oh my gosh, when people intro you, like, is that my life? This all this happened. And now we're here making global impact, changing the fucking world. You know what? These days I'm more like excited when I, I get the washing out the first time out of the washing machine. Does anyone else out there leave their washing in there and smell it? Um, yes. Could I? No, I'm kidding. My husband does wear them and yeah. I'm like, you stink. <laughs> I'm, super pr- I'm super proud of what's been accomplished. Um, but I think also this is just not about me. I'm just mm. on it to. Yeah helping and my eyes are really fully focused now i think we've impacted millions but i still think there's 8.8 billion people there's billions now baby lots more work to do yes let's get the billions oh my gosh okay i am i'm obsessed i love this so we're going to put all of the details in the show notes we're going to link everything I can't thank you enough for being who you are and for saying yes to this. I know that it doesn't always feel easy and that, you know, we come up against how am I going to do this next thing and you're just a problem solver. You're an FWOT queen. You are just out there changing the world and showing us all like you're really inspiring to us women that want to make global change as well and want to start, you know, living our visions and helping others. And so Thank you from our whole hearts, from all of us out here. I just want to say we as women have so many gifts and we have so much to contribute to the world and we really need to put to rest how we feel about our bodies and beyond that because the world needs us. And Erica, thank you also. Um, I I do get asked to do a lot of uh, interviews and podcasts and it's it's very lovely, but there's only one of me and I don't have a lot Of of time. But when I saw your story uh, and I watched your video, I just knew I had a a sister in you and I think you are a remarkable woman um, and I feel like your community is like my community. Yes. (laughs) Similar kind of people in our tribes. Yes. And I wanted to thank you for the opportunity to connect with lots of your people. Oh, my gosh. And well done you. Thank you so, so much. I am holding your hand. We are are flying the flag for you over here because – this is so important. And and I know when women feel good about themselves and feel good about their bodies, the things we are able to do and who who we can become. I mean, every time I see women in a room, when I do a masterclass, I'm like, you're the next Oprah. You're the next Taryn Brumfit. You're the next Brene Brown. And if you would just see how amazing you are and get 
almost get over yourself to get into your real self and express yourself like the world, like we're going to change the world. Like I love the men, but women are really here to change the world. And so I honor you deeply for this work. I know it's not always easy. I see you. I love you. I honor you. I feel you, sister. We are so excited. If I can, if I can ask you for the one last little nugget, if, and I ask this question, it's a bit morbid and weird, but like, I'm a bit morbid and weird, but like, if you were to, you know, knock on all the wood, but When you're gone on this planet, what's the one message that you, you know, want to leave? Like you're gone. What's the one little nugget or message you want to give everybody? Uh, Look, I think it's just wrapped up in that. I I want people to see their bodies not as ornaments but vehicles. And Mm -hmm. um, I just, I want them to enjoy their bodies um, and enjoy their time here. Not take it for granted. Just have fun. Have as much laughs. And do everything and lead with love. Be the love. Oh, I love you. This is perfect. Thank you so, so much for talking to us. You're amazing. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. (laughs) Embrace everybody. Hang on, I've got a crop top on today. Oh, hey, watch out. Oh my God, look at you, Seth. We need these t-shirts. We're going to link the t-shirts as well because they are freaking awesome. I pulled it out the wash and I'm like, what's that? A bit of tape, a bit of lint. We got this. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.